I know you're not you're not anti-vegetable, but I know it's not your favorite thing. Vegetables. You don't like onions is the specific thing that I'm thinking of. Does that make me anti-vegetable? Because I don't it like It makes onions. you anti a certain type of vegetable. Alright. Look at us, Eric. What is this? Second week in a row we're on a Wednesday? Yeah. Like that? And we're you got us on top of our correct heads the first time around. I didn't, I just switch it. Oh. On my end, I had to switch it. So fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Take Easy Sports Show, uh, part of the Arizona Varsity Podcast Network. Um, presented by all.com or all.net, I should say. All.net. It's been a while. I'm already messing things up. Mm-hmm. Um, no surprise there. Um, yeah, if you are watching the live version of this, obviously welcome. Uh, we're gonna be hanging out for probably about eh, 30 to 45 minutes is our goal. Uh, knowing Eric and I will probably be here till like 10 o'clock. We'll um, see. Yeah. So uh, appreciate you guys coming to hang out. If you're on the podcast version of this, hopefully we we're able to get it up. Last week we had some technical difficulties yeah. with both of our computers, basically, and we couldn't get it to work. So, yeah, that's why there's no episode. We'll upload it still. We just obviously it's going to be way outdated at this point. So, um, Eric, how you doing, man? I'm good. Um, spent some time watching uh, football. I mean, the NFL weekend was as crazy. Uh, I mean, it's been talked about kind of ad nauseum now, yeah. but that was as crazy as football gets just back to back to back to back. It was insane, um, man. And it, I mean, the two the two best games in terms of just being exciting and everything were the last two. Yeah. Um, and each 100%. one got better from like that Bills Chiefs game was an all timer. It was I, I didn't want it to end. Yeah. Like I know it got it came to a debate on Twitter about the whole overtime rule and all that stuff, but like I didn't want it to end. Like yeah. I think I tweeted something like the NFL needs to adopt the college overtime rules. And that wasn't because like I thought I mean, is it dumb that like obviously Josh Allen didn't get a shot? Sure, whatever. But honestly, I just wanted those teams to keep throwing haymakers at each other. Yeah. That's all I wanted. Yeah. I uh I don't know. I mean, we're not here to to discuss what the right overtime is or whatever but i think part of what what made it enjoyable is that i don't really have a rooting interest for either of those teams like i don't dislike or like particularly like either one so it was just fun to enjoy the the spectacle of it um and i'm sure if you were a chiefs fan or you like the bills or whatever it would be you know really stressful but it was great and it was kind of that way all weekend yeah. Well, I mean, we know it was stressful for our friend Cody Cameron. Yeah. Because he, we have a group chat with him. I don't know how that started, but whatever. Long um, time ago. And, um, and he, I think I remember I texted him like, Cody, how you feeling? And then you said something like, oh, this is amazing. And I don't even think he texted us until like the next day. Yeah. And because I think he was just, he was that, in, we'll, we'll say that involved in the game. He yeah. Was really into it. Yeah, I mean, the 49ers pulled out a win. They didn't score an offensive touchdown. Um, the, but that team is incredible. Like, when they're yeah. all healthy and everything, yeah. they're they're insane, the 49ers. Yeah, I was uh, I was at a place called Tukey's. So for those of you that are watching or listening from Awatuki, you know what that place is. Um, so you'll probably see me there some weekends, especially when football's on. Um, really good wings. Fantastic food. We've talked about them before. Um, so I was at Tukey's on what game, what day was that? That was Saturday. So I was at Tukey's on Saturday 
And then um, I was somewhere else on Sunday watching the other games. It was a really good weekend of football because I set myself up where I didn't really have to finish really any work over the weekend, which is always nice. So I literally was just able to watch football and eat wings. And it was a good weekend. And, it, and the games just the games delivered, man. It was just such a great, great, great weekend of football. It, it, I was so excited for it. Yeah, I uh, so I play soccer on Sundays with the men's league that I'm in. And, yep. you know, I love doing it. I'm happy every time we get to go. But there, this was the one time I was happy it was canceled because it was right during the first game. So, like, you know, it, was, uh, it wasn't too big of a deal that we had yeah. to miss the game. We didn't have enough people showing up that day. Yeah. Um, and so it was, just, it was nice, like, you know, of any day to do it when we've got these games going on. Yeah, so I don't it, was, it was insane. Um, Eric, before those games took place, we had uh, some high school football coaching news happen. Yeah. Uh, Jake Barrow from Casa Grande was hired at uh, at Corona del Sol High School. Um, your thoughts immediately. Obviously, Jake Barrow just got done winning the 4A title with Casa Grande. You know, he helped develop Angel Flores into the great quarterback that he is today. You're going to see a lot of him, obviously, at NAU. Um, you know, Corona has a great quarterback themselves in Connor Ackerley. So how do you think he fits into that mold? I think it's great. I mean, he's maximizing the potential of that Casa Grande team. Yeah. Um, I don't know what they're going to be next year. I don't know much about their roster the, in terms of the guys that are coming back. But they, I mean, they, he really maximized their potential this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what you need out of Corona. It's a team that has been good. It's been kind of knocking on the door, especially two years ago when it won, when it made the open um, and beat Basho along the way, which was a huge deal. Um, it, it it's a program that seems to be right there that just needs someone like him to to kind of put it over the edge. And mm-hmm. uh, you're right, Connor Ackerley is great. They've got some talent there. Um, if they can get the local kids that are talented to stay in the program, and he's there a long time and everything, yeah. that that could be a really big deal. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, well, we're gonna skip over Desert Vista and Combs just for a second. So we still have job openings at Peoria. Um, oh, we're going to skip over Cactus, too. We have job openings at Peoria. Um, I think some of those other smaller schools are still open. Um, McClintock is now open. Um, who else is open? Um, there's, a, there's a few others. In, in your mind right now, with who you know is open, um, what do you think is the biggest job that's remaining? And the reason why we're skipping over Cactus and Desert Vista and Combs, like I said, we'll get to those in a second. Cactus officially made a hire and Brian Bellis, which we're going to talk about. But um, that's why we're taking those three out of the equation right now. What do you think right now is kind of the biggest job that's open right now? That McClintock job is a really enticing one. Um, yeah. You know, kind they've been kind of, they, they've got some talent. They've yep. been kind of around 500, maybe a game or two over or under the last few seasons. Yeah. They're not in a, they're not in a region with Saguaro anymore. Um, which is true. I it's mean, always a good thing. It's, it's something <laughs> that you can hang your hat on. You don't have yeah. to play those guys every single year. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's another one that they have. They have talent in all these sports, and if they can keep the local kids in the Tempe area um, that are that are solid playing there and and get them organized and everything, I think that could be a a, a big team moving forward that has some success. Yeah, no, I agree with you. There's so much talent over there. Um, the job that Corbin Smith did was fantastic. Yeah. Um, he obviously just, I think he just decided it was time for him to step away, which, yeah. you know, every, I mean, that happens everywhere. So it was the same um, thing with the Peoria with yeah. Will Babb. 
Exactly. Exactly. So um, I do know that they have some candidates in there. I know um, some of them, I think some of them are more like assistants right now. Now, when I, when I first heard of some of the candidates, it was a very early, early list. Um, so I don't know, like, you know, obviously, uh, Desert is getting pretty close. Like, well, like I said, we'll talk about Combs is just had interviews. So, um, you know, obviously Tempe just made a hire with coach, uh, coach Walker from, uh, I'm sorry, coach Freeman from, um, from Westwood. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I mean, and which is also a very good hire too, by the way, I think he, yeah. I think he was very close to getting that Westwood job before uh, Brandon large got it. So I'm glad that he's getting an opportunity as well. Yeah. Um, it's it's that Tempe area that's really getting a I lot know. of turnover. It, well, that yeah, and then uh, I forgot to even mention Skyline with mm-hmm. with uh, Coach Shermeyer. They're from he he spent time as the Perry OC, um, was the the offensive coordinator when they went to the championship game twice, and then he spent time at Eastmark, which was a playoff team last year. Yeah. So which I'm actually writing a feature story about them. So that will be this Sunday. It's a little self plug there. Cool. Um, so, you know, and, and I do love that Shermeyer hire as well. Um, I think mostly because when I was talking to him, he knows it's not going to be an overnight success at Skyline, obviously, because that's a program that's been down for so long. Um, but he, you know, and even, you know, even Phil Will, the athletic director there said they, they kind of agreed on this. Um, they kind of, he kind of like told me some of the conversation that they had when he was hiring him. And it was, we have to basically learn how to lose like i guess in a close manner like we have to learn how to compete and lose before we can compete and win games yeah so they know it's not gonna be like turning it's not gonna be what ty wisdom did at desert vista and turn them into a a playoff team it's not gonna be that it may not be that i mean it's been it's been what 2017 i think was the last time that um that skyline was in the playoffs they went what six and five that year or something like that yeah and uh, and scraped into the playoffs and barely yeah yeah. the two years before that they were like the number one number two seeds yeah so i mean there is if you can take it from winning one or two games a season to three and four to five and six over the next couple years that's a big improvement and you know even that's a tall task it is it is um but I think he, and I think it was, who was, I think it was, it was probably Ralph from the Arizona varsity account. Um, he even said that Skyline's offense is all this, it's going to rise, which it will, because he, he's an offensive minded coach and that's what they really struggle with. They, they barely scored any points. They didn't score any points at home all year long. Yeah. So they needed someone like him Uh first time head coach. It's not an easy job to do, but I think he's going to be the one that kind of gets it done. So I'm excited for that hire. Um, we are talking about Freeman, obviously, um, you know, going back to, to the McClintock aspect is I think some of these guys who applied for those jobs now are going to look at McClintock. And I mean, even from like desert Vista's sake, there was a lot of really good names on that list. Really good names. All of them were current or former head coaches. It was a really good list. So McClintock should have a fair share of candidates that, you know, start to enter that pool and, and try to get that job there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's the same yeah. school district. It's not that far of a yep. drive away if you're interested in that Desert Vista spot. Yep. Um, you're, uh, I mean, things things are a little bit different um, yeah. in terms of the schools, but if you're willing to go out to there, you're probably willing to, um, you go know, to go to the McClintock, McClintock area. Yeah, it's not or whatever that far it is, away. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, speaking of some of the coaching stuff, uh, please visit ArizonaVarsity.com in the forums, Team AZV. Um, look, we're dropping hints left and right in that forum. Uh, Jacob Saliga actually mentioned someone by name today who is up for a certain job at, uh, out there in Glendale. So, um, or Avondale, where's Agua Fria? That's what job it's is in Avondale, Avondale. So West if, you're not, if you're not already in the forums, make sure to subscribe and jump in there because we're releasing some juicy info in there. Courtesy of our, uh, our intern, Jacob Saliga, who he has sources, man. Look at him. Yeah. Good for Jacob. Yeah. For Jacob getting some sources. Um, some sources, as uh, John Gamadero from Arizona Sports would say. Um, Awatuki resident, by the way. So, yeah. Um, all right. Is it time that I give a little bit of info on some of these other jobs? Let's do it. All right. First things first, let's talk Cactus. Brian Bellis. Good, bad, what's your thoughts? I think it's a great hire. Um, I agree. He's been with that program forever. Um been a great defense that's kind of one of their calling cards in the last couple of years that's been their yeah. success i mean obviously they were great offensively too but um the the defense is just the amount of talent and production that's come through that unit he was there when they won their state championships he's been there a long time and it seems like this is this is kind of his turn um yeah and they've got a good set of assistants over there i think he's going to be well supported um the kids know him that's the thing is when you're when you're in a when you're in a transition period like this where they're I mean they're losing some talent but they're still going to have a lot of really good players there. Um, they return most of their team. Yeah, they return a, a good majority yeah. of their team, yeah. um, and they're going to be they're going to be expecting to compete right away. Um, you know, I th- are, they got moved up to five A, right? Yes. Um, so even in five A, they're going to expect to compete there. But if you look at it, though, a lot of the 5A teams from last year who would, quote, unquote, probably beat them are also up 6A now. Yeah, so either way, they're going to they have to play some tough competition, but they're going to expect to win um, a lot of games. And when you have a new coach coming in, it's, you know, you're kind of in a transition period Mm -hmm. and they're not that. And so having someone that's already been around um, and knows the program, knows all the players and everything is a big deal. Yeah. No, I agree with you. The continuity thing, like you just mentioned, is key for me, uh, especially at the high school level. Um, you know, these kids, it, it's not like college where you can just enter the transfer portal and then go anywhere you want. Like, yeah, I mean, some will argue that it is, obviously, but, um, you it's know, a little it, bit more than that. Yeah. But like these kids, they, they need that continuity. They need whenever there is a coaching change, you know, nine times out of 10, I would argue that you should just hire from within because that might be the better option. Um, and maybe nine times out of 10 is generous. Maybe not, maybe not that much, but you Depends get, you on get the situation. yeah, you get like in, in cactus, situation, I would say that was the best one because you have someone super, super qualified to do it. Um, so, you know, I, I, I love the hire. I really do. Um, I'm interested to see who's going to kind of take over or what that staff is going to look like. I would imagine they're probably keeping most of them, if not all of yeah. them on staff. Who was the OC over there? Do you remember? Mason Crossland. That's um, right. Kind of a well, young prodigy in a way. He's like 23 or something like that. Maybe even less. Hey. Um, I don't know hey. if he's going to be moving over to Perry or what his um, what his future is. But Te- So here's the thing with that is technically Eddie Zuby can claim him as his own, right? 
Oh, yeah, he's part of that tree a little bit. Right. Look, that Eddie Zuby coaching tree is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no, I, I think it's great that they're that they're sticking with Brian Bellis over there. Um, you know, I, I, I think that, I mean, Cactus is going to be fine. Like, they're, yeah. they're still going to be Cactus. They're going to be in good shape. Yeah, they're they're not in trouble. Um, all right, who are the other two? Combs and Desert Vista. We'll start with Combs. Yeah. So Combs, um, I think they're hoping to get someone by Friday, if I'm not sure. Uh, oh, Saliga just said confirm Crossland is staying as OC. Okay, cool. So, um, he's gonna be ahead. He's gonna be like a like a Chandler Hovick over there at Central at 25 yeah. being a head coach. Um, so. Combs is close to making a hire. Um, they interviewed. Um, I think they have a couple finalists already. I think by the end of the week, we'll hear from Combs. Um, that's kind of an intriguing job because it is it's one of those teams that's kind of out there, kind of mm-hmm. away from everything in Santan Valley. But they've got talent, and it's a school. It's an area that's obviously growing out there. So that could be, a you know, obviously a draw for a lot of schools if you get the right guy in there. We've um, talked a lot about that area on this podcast yeah. Um, yeah. in terms of just it's massively growing and you've got schools like, you know, Eastmark just popped up and Chrisman. Yeah. Uh, on its way. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, all this East Valley growth is is, is happening rapidly. Crazy. And crazy. Uh, who knows, uh, maybe they'll redistrict or maybe something will happen and comes will get even more players but yeah it's a it's a team in along the lines of skyline where just you know they haven't been uh they haven't been a winner recently in terms of consistently winning but um with the right structure in place maybe that'll happen yeah no i agree with you um so expect to hire from them pretty soon um i've been hearing a few names um and it will it'll make headlines um that's all i'm gonna say it'll make it'll make headlines it'll be big uh, the other one that's going to make a ton of headlines is Desert Vista. They right now, um, this is what I was told. So obviously I have different sources than people. Uh, someone said they've made a decision. Uh, I am hearing they have not quite yet, but they're close. Um, I think they have a front runner, but they're, they're, they're meeting with three finalists tomorrow on Thursday sure. at the district office. So Desert Vista is very, very close. We'll know by Friday with desert vista um the three finalists i will say they're all they all have head coaching experience and they're all very good um from the names that i've heard so um look this is a program that went from zero and six to a a hosting a playoff game Mm -hmm. under high wisdom look i'll be honest i think i i think high wisdom should still be there obviously a situation happened it's whatever they just didn't you know this it just didn't work out yeah, um, but David Klecka is doing a great job with this hiring process, um, and he's going to get someone in there that I think is going to is going to make a difference and continue to build on what Ty already started. Um, I haven't really heard much about Ty. I really hope that he lands somewhere here in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, he's got ties to what I think it's Nebraska, so who knows? But um, whoever gets Ty Wisdom on staff or at their school is going to be very very lucky. Making um, a wise choice. Um, Jacob is probably laughing so hard at that or shaking his head. One of the two. Um, 
so yeah, so that's kind of the the coaching news. Um, like I said, Arizona varsity forums, we're gonna be dropping uh some more hints and stuff. Eric doesn't have much to offer, but I mean, if something ever happens in Flagstaff or or at Coconino, then you will know. But <laughs> coaches for football are pretty stable. Uh, I know at Flag and Coconino right now. Right. I don't foresee I any change coming anytime soon. That's true. Um, all right, so let's transition now into the winter sports aspect. What uh, what's been going on up there uh, up there in Flagstaff? How have things been? So one of the things that uh, I don't know if we've talked about it on here, but uh, Grace Linnez is a senior at Flagstaff High School. Yep. Um, she became confirmed by the AIA, the first player ever to score a thousand points in vo- in basketball and get a thousand kills in volleyball. Um, Interesting. Just an incredible athlete. Um, the star she's made all state in volleyball twice um i assume she'll be in the running flagstaff has uh been tremendous in basketball this season they've only lost one game and it was to seton catholic at seton catholic and she's been the leading scorer leader for that team um so that's been kind of the big thing around here and then flagstaff girls soccer is undefeated um with three games left in the season and so that's kind of been the two two big things around here. And Coganino just got a big win last night. So, you know, covering high schools, NAU got a, a men's and women's win on Monday. Um, things are things are looking good right now. Did you talk to Carson Tout? I haven't yet. Um, I I'm actually going there tomorrow. Okay. If I'm get my days mixed up now everybody's yeah, busy <laughs> i'm going over there to practice tomorrow okay. um to write just kind of a, a short pregame story for saturday's game i'll see if i can get a, a second to talk to him you should just facetime me yeah okay i can do that just, just facetime when you're there okay i don't know okay. how the the sids would feel about that but i'll try cody's fine with it man come on maybe i'm sure cody will be fine with it we'll see just tell him that I needed an emergency interview. Okay. Yeah, I'll do that. And he'll laugh and then be like, no, don't do that. Do your interview and get out of here. Just kidding. Yeah, you don't have to do that. Um, I want to. Yeah, I know, but you don't have to do that. Um, then I have to see them over and over again. Yeah. When is their game on Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, 2 p.m. Playing Portland State. Will you buy me dinner if I come up there? Um. Sure. No, don't you to do that. All right. Um, I will. Maybe. I will see. It's a 2 p.m. game. Leave by, what, 11? Get there by 1? Cody Cameron, if you're listening, you want to go to basketball game on Saturday? He's not listening. He hates us. He does hate us. He's probably already sleeping. He goes yeah. to bed early. He's like 60. In like How about a, you? What are some of the big stories you're covering at the moment? You just interrupt my Cody joke. Yeah, that's fine. All right, so some of the big stories I'm covering. So um, uh, did doing a feature this week, obviously, I guess, on Eastmark Football. Uh, Cody invited me out there, and I was like, all right, might as well make a story about it. Um, let's see. I did a story this week on the No Miller Brothers from Highland. Um, that's going to be dropping Sunday as well. Um, two really, really, really just good kids, outstanding players. They're playing with each other for the first time, actually, because Brock, the junior, was on JV last year as a sophomore. Um, so 
just a really cool dynamic with them. Uh, obviously, senior night's coming up for uh, for Highland pretty soon here. So, um, you know, it's going to be an emotional night for those two because they get kind of a one and done type of situation unless they go to the same college, of course. Um, but it's really cool because they uh, they do a pregame kind of ritual thing where they always jump up in the air and, you know, hit bodies is what they say. Um, so really, really cool. cool that story chest that. bump, right? Yeah, but they kind of go like to the side. Oh, like, yeah, know. okay. But it's cool because like the entire team like jumps up with them now. So it, it, yeah, it's become a big thing. Um, obviously, Highland's doing pretty well this season. I did see them play Mountain Point and they did fall to the pride. Um, but Mountain Point is, I mean, you know, it's one of those teams that is going to be in the in the deep, deep playoff rounds, yeah, I think. Sure. Um, Highland, or, I'm sorry, Mountain Point was actually without Mark Brown in that game too. And Mark won't play probably until like next week. So uh big yeah, we're getting big pretty matchup. close to playoffs we're not that far away i know and that that's why i'm, I'm glad that we're kind of going over this um uh, but mark brown um he probably won't play until next week like i said and mountain point has a huge one thursday i know saliga is going to be out there um i was talking to chili about going um i so i might try to go out there um but um they play maricopa who has really really been good this year yeah, they've been solid. Yeah, they've been awesome. Um, I think they've got a huge win streak right now going on. And then Friday, this is why I may not go tomorrow because I'll, I'll end up seeing Mountain Point three times in one week. Friday, Mountain Point versus Desert Vista. So always a big game. Um, you know, Desert Vista's kind of had their up and down moments this year. Um, they're still going to be a playoff team. So, you know, it'll be it'll be fun to see, to see that matchup. Sure. And I think they play next week too, so. I get, you know I get why like I like every time you bring up Mark Brown? Why? One, because he's a really good player. But two, okay. also, Mark Brown is the name of the guy who invented Arthur, the cartoon. The more you know. Little star? Yeah. <laughs> On PBS Kids! Oof, that was brutal. Don't do that ever again. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so th- those are some of the bigger ones I'm doing. Um... Let's see. Sticking with Awatuki, Lauren Ping at Desert Vista, named Gatorade Arizona Cross Country Athlete of the Year, Runner of the Year, Player of the Year. Let's be honest, she's going to win it next year, too. Um, What else has been going on? Um, Some commitments, um, obviously, from everywhere. Uh, Some big offers rolling in. I know uh, Dylan Riola from Chandler. He hasn't even, well, no, he is on campus now, but he hasn't even taken a snap for Chandler yet. Um, obviously he was really good in Texas, but he, he just got, um, who did he get? He got like, I think like Miami or something like that. Wow. I could be wrong, but he's, he has a ton of offers already. So going to be crazy. Um, let's see, let's see who else. What, Is he going to start for them? Oh yeah, probably. I would imagine. I mean, they've had some, they've had some real talent. Yeah. But all their quarterbacks were, were seniors last year. Mm. So yeah um what else has been going on i don't know i mean i i've been kind of keeping up with, or not kind of i've been keeping up with all the playoffs and everything or coming up playoffs of you know seedings and rankings and all that um soccer's coming down to the wire as well yeah uh, my my cousin actually he's a senior at hamilton he just had his senior night last night i think it was i admittedly forgot and i didn't go so my bad um huh I said you're a great cousin. Oh, I know I am. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of it. 
That's all. That's all I'm looking at. That's on, on my radar right now. Yeah, I feel you. The, I mean, the, thing is, you know. the biggest thing is that the playoffs are around the corner. We've got about maybe a week and a half, two weeks until yep. um, the end of the regular season. Yeah. A lot of teams wrap up um, in terms of soccer on Feb eight and nine or mm-hmm. seven and eight. I mean, um, and yeah, I mean, it's it, it's getting to the point that we know who these teams are. Basketball yep. still got four or five left for most of its squads. We're done yep. with most of the tournaments. Um, they're in region play. I mean, it's 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 kind of go time. It's down the stretch right now. It really is, and it's exciting too because yeah. it, it feels like you know. it just like it, it feels like it flies by. Every season it, it, feels like it flies by, but I think winter in particular because yeah, you know, it's right after that fall season. Um, Not even right after it's you know during. Like, it's during yeah, the fall that's season. true. Yeah, and like, then you've got it, winter break, and yeah. then you know you kind of get into this part of January, and by the end of January, yeah. you're you're close. Yeah, it, it's just yeah. I mean, it's it's crazy too because like, if you look, like, I saw on Twitter today baseball tryouts. Like, yep. It's just, I mean, the, the nice thing with winter and spring is that there is there's not as much overlap, but there's a lot there was a lot of overlap this year with football especially because yeah, that went definitely. so late. Um, like, I think there was one point where I, I think I was at a mountain point basketball game and I went over the mountain point practice for football, like, or same thing with other teams. Like it yeah. just happened. It worked like, so yeah, I don't know. It, it's just, cra- it's crazy that spring is already almost here. Yeah. I, um, uh, I went to a Coconino basketball game last night, the boys team and that team in particular has just a ton of football players on it. Yeah. And they, they went to the playoffs for football, um, but they, they lost in the first round. So it wasn't like they had this real deep extended run and still they had five or six guys or however many the total is that didn't even start the season on time with the team. Yeah. They, they get done and yeah. they're done on a Friday and literally Monday they're at practice uh, for basketball and they're playing. Some of them are starting and playing huge roles. Look at Saguaro. Yeah. Swarrow has like, I think three or four guys. That yeah. Devin Dampier is on the basketball team, right? Tristan Monday. They all start like yeah. Saguaro was without some of their starters for the yeah. first two or three weeks of the season. Yeah. They didn't even, I know they didn't even get Devin Dampier back until after the McClintock holiday shootout. Yeah. So they didn't get him till January. Yeah. But that's because they, I mean, let's be honest. He was probably beaten up a little bit because he, Oh yeah. He, he had to use his legs quite a bit. He probably needed that that time off, but of um, you know, I mean, it's just it really is crazy. Like spring, and, and like the what I, one thing I love, love, love about spring is when those teams play, especially the Mesa District. They play at Hohokam, yeah, and they play back to back, and I get to go watch two games back to back. I'll be honest, man. I bring my computer. I take stats. I do tweets. My feet are up. I'm sitting at the top, like the upper level, which really isn't that crazy oh man just lounging it's the best day of work ever <laughs> yeah of course yeah, i mean beautiful who can beat it? Like in terms of our career where we spend at least three or four days a week watching yeah. games recently for me it's been five days a week watching yeah. games um to have an environment like that and just get to enjoy the sunshine and everything is oh. it's a cool experience beautiful it's beautiful um, I can't wait. I really can't wait. I can't wait to see what some of these baseball programs do, especially, you know, coming off of some of the, like the last seasons. Like I can't wait for, uh, I can't wait to see what Hamilton has in store yeah. again. 
I can't wait to see what uh, what Desert Vista does with Pat Herrera as head coach now. Um, it's going to be so much fun. And even beach volleyball, man. Beach volleyball is fun, too. Just go sit there and just hang out in the sand. I mean, because most yeah. of these schools now have, you know, great, you know, stadiums at this point. Um, softball is the same way as baseball. But some, some of them play in nice stadiums. Um, you know, track and field obviously is a little more hectic to cover because there's so much. Track going and field on is so time. difficult to cover. It is so hard to cover. Um, that's well, why the I, thing is that, like, you know, they they do their best to to organize it, but when you've got hundreds of kids at a big meet, like, oh, they can't be exact on what time everything is going to start. Yeah, they can't crazy. know even if they wanted to. It's um, crazy, man. And so you go there, and it's like, oh, uh, skylines. 100 meter track varsity is going but on the other side at the baseball field they're doing throws pick which one you want to cover and like you know it's it's just hectic um yeah. and uh, the thing is it's no one's fault but no no um i remember we both covered the chandler rotary several times oh. um and it's it's an awesome event because you get all these yeah. great athletes coming around but it's it's so hectic in terms of the amount of people there so the very first time i covered that um, I think you probably remember, but we were communicating with our managing editor at the time. Mm -hmm. And I think we both said, oh, no, I think maybe only I said, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go straight to the Chandler Rotary and then go into the office. Right. Cause I figured, oh, you know, I'll get done in like two or three hours. Yeah. No, nope. I sent him an email like four hours later said, yeah, I won't be in today. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm here all day. I was there yeah. for like 10 hours. Yep. Yeah. Same thing with me. It's so. like, you just start wandering around and you're like, Oh, yeah. there's this kid I cover. Who's a, you know, a potential state champion. And they're just in a, in a race over there while something else is going on on the other side. It's, it's crazy. The 2019 state champions, uh, state championships for track and field. I took 1200 pictures on my camera. Really? Yeah. And I, I'm not a photographer, so I don't get like, the several different angles of like yeah. the same kid. Like when I get like one or two of their face, I'm done. Yeah. 1200 pictures. Yep. That was fun to go through. Yeah. I think I wrote, no I think I wrote like six different stories, six different versions of the same story. Cause I'd do yeah. it for separate papers. Yep. Yeah. It's a uh, track and field is its own animal, especially really when is. you show up and it's like, um, one of those big events there's tents everywhere everyone's got their every team has their tent and yeah. half the time the the coach isn't around because they're they're trying to do some other event they're coaching yeah. their sprinters while the throwers are sitting there and then the mile kids are just getting up to leave and it's it's fun but it's it's a it's a hectic yeah. environment well it's really funny too because like at the state championship this past year at desert vista um, it was different because they didn't have those specific interview locations like they right. usually do at MCC, right? So, like, God, me and me and Richard Obert from the Republic, we're like, we're like on one side of the of the track, and then we're like waiting for it to end, and then we sprint across and just mm -hmm. sit there and wait. And like, we're literally trying to run behind some of these kids because some of them they don't have much time. They literally have to go back to their tent, get hydrated, rest for like ten minutes, and then they're back in another event. Yep. So. It, it was so funny. Like him and I would like coordinate. We're like, okay, you grab them. I'll grab them. We'll switch. Like it was, but like you have to, because like, yep. when it's like that, it was so hectic, but it was so much fun at the same time. Yeah. Um. The one thing I will say, I don't know where the track and field championship is this year. Uh, if it's at a high school though, I'm getting there. I'm just going to camp out overnight. Cause you have was, to get there early. 
well, I had to park in the neighborhood. I had to walk two yeah. miles just to get there, just to go stand in the heat. Yep. And then walk two more miles back. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, the only other sport that compares in terms of the difficulty in the championship is swimming. Yeah. Um, swimming is incredibly difficult. I've done two swimming state championships um, covering, and yeah, they are so difficult because especially in you know, the short distance ones, like a 50 meter or a hundred meter, the race can be done in 20 seconds, 30 seconds. Yeah. Like, and yeah. they do the people finish, they take a picture for two minutes and then they're gone. And like, yeah. some of them don't even stick around. And it's, you know, it's just like, nope. what race is it right now? Who's up? And you can't tell who anybody is because they're under the water yeah. wearing their caps. You can only tell what team they're yeah. swimming for. And it's like, good luck if you're trying to get a specific athlete or whatever. Uh, or know, know what race is happening at the time. It, it's crazy. It is crazy. It's a lot of fun, though. That's why we do it. That's why we're there. But I will tell you, though, once we get through the um, the spring season and all that hectic, like all these different playoffs on different days, like throughout the different weeks, especially end of May, once we get through end of May, I'm like, oh, thank goodness. Yeah. I usually and take then my after like two or three weeks, you're after... like, when do we start again? Right, like I know, because then I start missing it. Yeah, yeah. So no, it, it's it's nice, man. I mean, take my vacation in July. Oof. I think I'm taking a three weeker this year. Dang, look at you. I know. I'm thinking about it. Whole through, but that also means I have to get like 15 stories done three weeks in advance. Do you not have any interns? Um, in the summer I will. Yeah, I'll probably have Drew. Mm. Yeah. So get him to do um, some stuff. Carry his weight. Well, he will yeah. yeah well he won't even be an intern anymore he'll be more of a freelancer for me sure like a full-time freelancer so um yeah i might take three weeks i haven't decided yet i want to go to hawaii uh, probably not i don't know it's too really expensive um <laughs> three-week vacation though sounds amazing so we'll see yeah we'll, see. Um, well you don't have to necessarily go out of town the whole time either you could spend just no. a week or two of it just hanging out and then no i took i took two last year and i was i went up north for one and i was here for the other and i just did yeah. nothing i don't even think i looked at my phone well no, obviously i didn't i don't think i mean i don't know if i opened twitter yeah which is uh I can't tell you how nice it is seeing an email come through and then seeing my automatic reply vacation responder come right after it. I'm like, oh, yep. Yes. Don't bother me. Don't yeah. care. Yep. And if it's anything that's like, oh, this is kind of a time sensitive thing. It's this weekend. I go, should have told me last week. Yep. Sorry. I, I always love when I put like, please email Paul instead. I bet he loves that because he probably yeah. gets, not really. That but. guy in terms of, in terms of emails, <clears throat> like, I obviously, when I was working at the East Valley Tribune, I didn't stare at his computer and look at his emails. Yeah. Just when you would walk past, it was like yeah. it was like a stock. It was crazy machine. Yeah. It was just constant, just emails, yeah. emails. You'd look over and he's got like inbox nine eighty seven or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just crazy. Paul, Paul is one of the hardest working people. I've, one of the most hard working people I've ever met. He's yeah. amazing. Um, really, really good boss too. I can't complain. So, um, so yeah. We were, you and I, we're right, man. We always find things to talk about. Yep. <laughs> um, we got really ahead of ourselves, though. Let's let's get through winter sports uh, yeah. playoffs first before we start talking about vacations. Uh, even though you are on vacation next week, right? I am. Look at you. A little mid-season vacay? Yeah, I need some warmth. It's getting cold in Flagstaff again. 
Well, you're coming down here, right? I am going to an undisclosed location that I'll probably tell you and no one else. Okay. That's fair. Don't bother um, me, everyone. I won't listen. Oh, I'm going to tweet Eric every single day. Yeah. I'm tweeting you every day. Cool. I won't see it until I get back. That's a lie. I'll send it to you in a text. Oh, that maybe then I'll see it. Yeah. So, all right. Favorite thing you ate in the last week? Favorite thing I ate in the last week? I'm actually going drink this week. Ooh. And it's nothing crazy, oh. but I, after, so NAU played um, a really, really exciting basketball game, uh, men's on, on Monday. I was at the game and Jalen Cohn, their point guard, scored 36 points, which is the best in the big sky this season and the most anybody at NAU has scored since 2011. Um, And they won by five. It came down to the end. He hit some clutch free throws. But I was just parched. I didn't have time at any point to go up and fill my water bottle. Um, And at the end of the game, they get, they have in the in the media room some some sodas and I had a diet Pepsi that I'm telling you just felt like it felt like my body was becoming wet like my entire existence was soaked and it was the best feeling ever I hadn't had anything to drink in like two hours um, and I drink a lot of water normally but I didn't have time to do it so I had a diet Pepsi and it was perfectly cold and ultra satisfying so there's your answer to that question you got way more detail than you needed cool i'm gonna join you with drink cool now unfortunately mine is uh, you know for the of age crowd yeah on sunday while watching the games i did what most people do i went out had some wings right uh had an adult beverage when i tell you it was icy cold it was fantastic yeah and then you'd pair it with wings the best oh it was a good day it was a good day and then you pair that with football and those football games specifically it was a great day yeah so there's that temperature where it's like honestly it's probably like 36 degrees would be my guess like that it's just about to be freezing but it's just like the yeah. cold level is so perfect. And yeah. When the when the mountains turn blue. Yeah. Were you drinking Coors Lights? No. It okay. was good. What was it? I think it was a local it was a local local uh whatever you call it. Yeah. Yeah. So Beer? well no, there's a different word for it. Like local. an ale or a pilsner or Draft craft beer. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it, it was a, it was from a local brewery. Don't uh, drink if you're under 21, kids. No, which really sucks is we're a high school show, but whatever. Yeah. Um, we have parents who watch too, other media members. Yeah, who are of age. Yeah. So I know Cody was having fun during the Niners game. So that's why he didn't text us back. Yeah, until like 12 o'clock the next day. Yeah. yeah. His text would have been. <laughs> 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 you're probably right yeah. um oh this oh so uh also uh along with the icy cold beer and the uh and the wings uh brisket nachos Ooh. oh it was are you i know you're not 
you're not anti-vegetable, but I know it's not your favorite thing. Vegetables. You don't like onions is the specific thing that I'm thinking of. Does that make me anti-vegetable? Because I don't it like It makes onions. you anti a certain type of vegetable. Okay, I wouldn't um, say I'm anti-total vegetables. No, I, I that's what I'm saying is you're not, but it's not as if they're your favorite thing in the world. Well, who who loves vegetables? I love mushrooms, man. I could eat mushrooms. I love mushrooms too. I could eat mushrooms anyway, all day long. The question I was asking before I, I love broccoli before too. I stepped over my own words. Yeah. Was are you a celery or carrots guy with your wings? Carrots. I hate celery too. Onions and celery can't do it. Celery tastes like nothing. Yeah. It's just a vehicle for the ranch or blue cheese if you're eating it with wings. Yeah. That, well, celery to me has a weird taste. You mean you don't like to eat shoestrings? No, that's that's a texture. Yeah, I know. I it's a it's a weird, it's a weird. I don't know. Flavor. It's hard to explain, but I don't like it. There isn't yeah. a lot of things I'll eat celery with either. Do you eat celery and peanut butter? Sometimes that that's a separate. That's one I'll eat, and I'll eat it in like a good chicken noodle soup. Because it doesn't taste like yeah. celery. Then no, I guess it you're tastes right. like yeah. it tastes like the broth. Ooh, best chicken noodle soup, Dilly's Deli. Tempe. Never had it, but I'll I have to try it next time I'm down there. Aren't you here Monday? I'm here Monday. Should we do our show live from Dilly's Deli? You think they would let us? Do it outside. That's true. We could it'd try be like it. a day. It'd be like a day show, but because yeah. I don't think they're open that late. Yeah. We'll have to think about it. That might be interesting. Yeah. Just eating. Stay tuned, everyone. Just eating chicken noodle soup out of a bread bowl. Yeah. A bread bowl is so clutch. So good. So good. Um, all right. So yeah, brisket nachos were great too. So um sweet. Right on. Uh thank you all for tuning in as usual. Uh make sure to give us all a follow on Twitter at Zach Alvira at Uniman Rights, at AZHSFB and at Arizona Varsity. They're all right there. Um yeah. Do you have that copy and pasted or do you type it as we're going? No, it's a little banner I have. Mm. So technically copied and pasted, but yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, obviously, stick to Twitter because I'll be um, releasing a story at some point about the coaching hires um, once they're actually announced. I don't like to do it beforehand. Um, so, yeah, it'll be an exciting week. Obviously, like Eric already brought up, uh, only about four games left for a lot of these basketball teams and soccer teams. So, and then wrestling state finals are coming up too. So we've yeah. got a lot, a lot to, uh, to kind of talk about, look forward to, obviously we'll mention it next week in our show. I think we're recording Monday night because Eric's going on vacation on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for us on Monday. And uh, other than that, we'll talk to you all next week. Hey, nothing, nothing tonight. Hey, all right. One more. Hey. Milking the cow.